This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. What's good, people? It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 45, Eagles Week 10 Review. And then this week, we didn't get that dub. That was the first loss of the season. A divisional game against the Commanders. We did not show up that game, but that was a good game to reflect on for the Eagles. And so in this episode, I break down the first loss, missed calls in that game, the defensive coordinator calls, our free agent signings, and some key injuries on our team. So sit back, relax, let's giddy. Eagles week 10 review. Washington Commanders 32, Philadelphia Eagles 21. This game was a close game. At the last minute of the game, we did some laterals trying to score or whatever, and that's how they scored, but it is what it is. This was the first loss of the Philadelphia Eagles. And it couldn't couldn't have came at the right time. In the middle of the season. I'm not saying that we should have lost or I'm glad we lost. It is what it is. We know that in this NFL it's hard to win. But when you don't make adjustments or you overlook your opponent, And you just think that, oh, we just going to beat them. That's what happens. We got outcoached, got outplayed. And unfortunately, when stuff doesn't go right in a game, then you start to look at ref calls. What did the ref call here? What did the ref call there? Man, look, you got to execute better. In the National Football League to win. Anything can happen during a game. Refs are human. And they miss calls. But. Sometimes. Things don't make sense. Which. I think. That. A personal foul. In a game. That leads to a turnover. Should be a reviewable play that's just a common sense factor but since it's not you gotta adjust and so during that first loss we seen what our weakness was and we already knew that 
We knew that from the beginning of the season when we wasn't playing Jordan Davis. That run defense was leaky. We knew that. Once Jordan Davis came in, started playing, started doing things and stopping that run, sewing up them holes, we seen promise. Like, oh, yeah, this D is right. And that was just a rookie. And those things in the stat sheet, stat book, whatever you want to call it, you don't see those things. But we seen it against the Texans, how they were running on us. And then as soon as the Texans had a game plan, that was Washington's game plan. To run the ball, don't matter how many yards you get, Continue to run, 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 run. And that was a good game plan because Tyner Heineke really ain't do much. He was 17 of 29, 211 yards in a pick. No TDs. But the run did set up their offense for them. The missed calls. It was a few missed calls, pass interference calls or whatever, but the main one was the face mask that didn't get called on Dallas Goddard. And it seemed like on that play that that's the play that he got hurt on. The league, like I said in the beginning, needs to review all plays that lead to a fumble, which they do. But if the turnover was caused by a personal foul, then that should be reviewable as well. And you should give the ball back to the other team. And then something should happen during that time. It's common sense. They said that they didn't see it. It was a judge or a ref or whoever was right in front of the play. But you can't hang your hat on that. A few plays that I seen that I knew this game wasn't going to be a game that we were going to win. The one throw to A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurts put that thing right in his hands. The DB made a great play, came over, and caused the interception. I said, all right, it might be day day. But then the drive after Dallas Goddard got hurt, because when we were driving on that thing, we was going to score on that. But the other, right after, When he hit Quez for that bomb and then Quez Watkins fumbles, come on. And so in that moment, if I was the coach, wide receivers coach or whoever, to talk to Quez, I would just say, when you caught that thing, just stay down. Live another down. But the football player in him wanted to get up because no one touched him to get more yards, which is warranted. So if you're going to get up, make sure that you protect that ball. And I know 
I don't think it's going to happen again. But with that, we was driving. Those two drives, that both turnovers, we was driving. I thought we was going to score. The defense, defensive coordinator, JG, whatever the hell he was playing was terrible the first half. You have to make in-game adjustments. There is no way that you have Bradbury and Slay out there and you're not playing some type of jamming, press, or something to just throw off the receiver's timing with the quarterback. There's no way. You having these corners playing 10 yards off because of Maddox is out and you probably didn't want the nickel corner to be out there getting burned or whatever. Come on, man. You can't be playing scared. You got two top corners. Two top corners. One A and one B. Through the first eight, you have these corners that are putting up Pro Bowl numbers. Why are you playing them 10 yards off? Come on. Any quarterback is going to light that up, especially when you got Terry out there. That's easy in cuts all day. Bang. They're playing off. We're going to move it. We're going to move it. If you even had him up, come on. Come on. And then you make the adjustment too late. In the second half, they only scored six points. That's it. Two field goals. That's it. Come on. You just can't give a team so much in the beginning to get their confidence. You can't do that. Take that away from him right away. Take it away. He did a terrible job calling the game. And you need to play the young boy, man. You got to play him. You got him in the fourth round, N'Kobe Dean. You got him in the fourth round. Edwards looked good in the beginning of the year, but looks like he hit a wall a little bit. You got to throw him out there. At least rushing the passer, that was his thing when he was at Georgia. He was great at rushing the passer. He ain't even playing, playing special teams. Like, you got to give him some looks. You have to. You got to change it up. Sometimes you got to run a, a 4-3 or you run the 3-4. Like, you got to switch some things up, man. You really have to. So, after that game, Howie went to work. He said, what's the best available defensive tackles, nose tackles out there? He got the top two. First, was Linval Joseph, big boy, athletic. And I don't care about no age. You need somebody to stuff it. And he has experience doing it. That's what we needed, some experience doing it. When Jordan Davis went down, Marlon, whatever his last name is, number 95, he was getting pushed back all day. Cox, he getting pushed back all day. Hargrave is the only one doing his thing. That's it. 
Hargrave. It's the only one out there doing his thing. And it's hard. It's hard when you see that. When you see Cox out there getting pushed around. We got Milton Williams. He does all right. But when you got some beef, like Linval Joseph, and then right after that, they say, you know what? We ain't done. Nadamican and Sue. Nadamican Sue. Come on, man. I know I'm probably blundering his name up, but blend, blundering, blundering, whatever. His name up, but we got Sue. Now you got two dudes that's vets that know how to stop the run. When it's a weakness on this team, how he goes out and does his thing and trying to fill that weakness. That was a weakness, and we felt it. During the offseason, during the draft, we needed a receiver. He traded for a receiver. We need a defensive tackle. He drafted a defensive tackle. We needed a safety. He went out and got a safety. We needed a corner. He went out and got a corner. He has to be up for GM of the year. He has to. Because to me, his number one signing this year or Number two signing, because the number one signing that he traded for and signed was A.J. Brown. Second acquisition that's up there that y'all can't say that Howie didn't know and see something in him. was Chauncey, Garner Johnson. To see something in a slot corner to say, we're going to make him a safety. And to see this guy out there. Ball hawking, making plays, doing his thing. He got six interceptions, man. Six. And we ain't done the season yet. We halfway through. So now it's coming down to how much is it going to take to sign this guy? He getting 14 plus a year. That's what he's getting. They're going to sign him, and then they're going to draft the safety. That's what's going to happen. And I think that you can get Bradbury a little cheaper just because of his age. I don't think he's going to go out there and break the bank, but he might. You reduce Slay's contract, give him a two-year extension, and you already know Jalen Hurts is going to be a Brinks truck when, when you line that thing up. He's getting paid. He's getting paid more than Kyler Murray because he's better. And so we lost. What's next? The Colts. Before these signings, everybody was like, oh, yeah, the Colts is just going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Because now that's the blueprint against the Eagles to keep Jalen Hurts off the field. See, that's the respect right now that Jalen Hurts has in that offense. You got to keep them off the field because they will score. If that ain't MVP vibes, that's what they used to do to McNabb. When he was in his bag, 
that one year, they ran the ball to keep him off the field. That's what they do against Pat Mahomes. They run the ball against Pat if they could or if they can to keep him off the field. That's what you do when a good quarterback is on the other side. They're giving them the respect for real. But the Colts thought they was going to come and run that ball against the Eagles. And they might do it. But those free agent signings, fresh legs, you got to throw them out there. Got to throw them out there. Let's see what they can do. And so this week, I think we're going to bounce back. We in the dome. No elements are going to go against us. And I think we're going to win. I think we're going to come out and make a little statement. I don't know the score, but I think these boys are going to be hungry and come out and win. So with that, people, it's a wrap. So that was episode 45, Eagles Week 10 Review. And so in that episode, I broke down that first loss. It was a lot to learn from. We learned a lot. What we should not do in a game to win it. It was right there for us to win. But we kicked ourselves. And we beat ourselves. And that happens. An undefeated season is no longer. And that's fine. The main goal is to make it to the playoffs and to win in the playoffs. This week, we got the Colts. Week 11. New slate. New things to work on. New things not to do. To win a game or lose a game. Either or But We'll see How this team will fare out this week So with that people Stay safe Give respect And show love One Make sure you go listen To all old And new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms and please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel